Warning, the Motion Picture Association of America requires that we inform you that this episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies contains massive spoilers that could ruin a first-time screening of the film covered in this episode. So, if you don't want to know that Darth Vader is Luke Skywalker's that Goose in Top Gun, that is really Kaiser Sose at the end of The Usual Suspects, or that Bruce Willis was a the whole time in The Sixth Sense, then proceed with caution. Powered by Transistor FM. Grab your popcorn, silence your phones, and tell your friends to shut up. Do not adjust your projector settings because what you're about to hear is real. The Derek Duvall Show presents Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. Prepare yourself for insight and honest reviews from a married couple with varying movie tastes. Hot takes, hotter insights, and news you can use. Now, coming to you live to tape from the Derek Duvall Production Bunker, it's Mindy and Derek Duvall! Hello, Duvall Nation. Hello. Hi. Hi there. Hi. Hey. hey. Welcome, everyone. Thank you, everyone, for tuning in for another fantastic episode of Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies. All right. We've got a very fun episode for you today. And when we say fun with movies, we mean fun with movies. Mindy, go ahead and tell our listeners what, what great movie we're talking about today. <laughs> Well, Derek, this movie puts the fun in Derek and Mindy's Fun with Movies for sure. It really sure. does. <laughs> Today, we're going to be talking about the unbearable weight of massive talent starring Nicolas Cage as Nick Cage, basically himself. <laughs> like a dramatized, hopefully, you know, exaggerated version of himself. <laughs> I also like, and he also plays the figment of his imagination, too. Um, yes, it's which like is, young Nick Cage. <laughs> which is Wild at Heart. This is Wild at Heart character. So, which is also, if you read the credits, it's it's credited by his birth name, which is Nicholas. Oh, Coppola. I did see that. Yes. Yeah, Nicholas Coppola. So, yeah, interesting. All right. So, I'll be we'll just say this real quick. Going into this movie, we knew nothing, and the reason I know nothing about it is because it flew under everybody's radar. Uh, it suddenly showed up. At, on a, as a trailer for a big blockbuster movie. I can't remember which one. I think it was Doctor Strange. It was Doctor Strange. And everyone was like, Nicolas Cage playing Nicolas Cage? Oh my God, this is brilliant. And then, of course, the trailer was just phenomenal. I mean, it, hit, it's, it didn't blow all the big reveals, but it made it so much fun. And I remember we, we were looking at each other like, oh, we are in for this. Like, that and, looks ridiculously funny. Like, exactly. we should probably watch that. I appreciated that about the trailer. Like some of the funnier scenes were not in the trailer, which I think sometimes comedies kind of lose things in that way. Like they blow all the good scenes in, in the trailer for you. But yeah, this still had a lot of little hidden gems that were so funny. I wrote down, I mean, I was just rereading my notes before we started recording. I was just giggling to myself because yeah. there's some funny stuff in here. So, I mean, basically the whole purpose of the plot is basically Nicholas Cage plays a very dramatized and exaggerated version of himself and he is asked to go see a billionaire and pay they want to pay him one million dollars to to appear at a birthday party and they end up becoming like you know mates good, good friends and then of course you know there's a lot of subplots about you know what's really going on behind the scenes and so forth it's just a fish out of water adventure and i i literally was like watching it and i'm like this is just awesome 
That being said, let's turn things over to dum 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 the notebook. <laughs> Indy's notebook. Let me need a little sound effect. I'm gonna get a I'm gonna get a sound effect for it. <laughs> okay, awesome. <laughs> okay, so Derek kind of already mentioned this, but there's a couple of scenes where he kind of talks to his younger self or his younger self talks to him. So you see regular current Nick Cage talking to young version, like de-aged face Nick Cage. And he's like trying to encourage him and tell him, you know, we can do better than this. Come on, you know, just, you know, don't be doing stupid stuff like that. And so that's just kind of funny to like hear him argue with himself. <laughs> so I thought that was funny. Um, there's also a scene where he's doing therapy and then like partway through you realize, oh, it's with his daughter, but you don't even think that she's there because he's talking all about himself, which is part of the reason he's in therapy with his daughter, because he always talks about himself and doesn't care about what she's doing. Um, so I thought that was funny. Um, I also wrote down that the daughter thought that Humphrey Bogart was a porn star. <laughs> I think they were talking about some movie and Humphrey Bogart, and she was like, ew, is that porn? They're like, no. Also, then he went to the spa with, like, his business manager, and they're just get, getting hit with a bunch of branches with leaves on them, because I guess that's what rich people do. I'm not sure. Never been to a fancy spa like that. Nope. Um... Then there was a scene, so his daughter's turning 16. He shows up late to her birthday party because he's busy, busy, busy. It's all about him. He gets upset. I don't remember why he got upset. Oh, he, he lost the role. He was up for this role in a movie. He got upset because he got passed on it. And so he proceeds to get drunk at his daughter's 16-year-old birthday party with her friends. And he you know, quote unquote, composed this song for her, but it was just like a rambly, drunken song that he was like playing on the piano. And they were like, oh my gosh, she was so mortified. <laughs> um, I also wrote down Paddington 2. And I feel like as a follow-up to this film, we should probably watch that and do a Derek Mays fun with movies because we looked up afterwards and it has like a 99% or something ridiculous on Rotten Tomatoes. 100% on Rotten Tomatoes. Like, Everybody likes this movie, and it's just kind of a funny thing. Like, uh, the guy who plays the rich billionaire Pedro Pascal, you know, asks him if he wants to watch it, and they're just sitting there crying watching Paddington <laughs> 2. And then his daughter's like, Oh, he was like, Oh, daughter, you can pick the movie. And she was like, No, you won't like it. And he's trendy, and she was like, Paddington 2. And then they sit there and watch Paddington 2. So I'm like, What's the buzz with this film? Maybe we need to watch that. Um, also, his younger self. I'm not going to say it because you'll have to bleep for a long time, but he keeps, you know, trying to pump himself up and he's like, you are Nick effing and forever cage. You got this. You know, he's trying to pump him up. So he says that at least two or three times, I think, but one time is really long and exaggerated. They, so basically what I think maybe left out of the plot point stuff is that, the CIA has been watching this billionaire that is paying Nick Cage to come to his birthday party. And they're like, Hey, he's kind of a, you know, drug cartel overlord. And they kind of recruit Nick Cage to help him with some CIA stuff. And it part of it starts to go awry because he had some, he had some um, like tranquilizer stuff on this film that he was going to use on this guard if he came in when he wasn't ready for him because he was trying to download some stuff off their server. And he accidentally gets it 
he wiped his eyes. He was like, oh gosh, I just touched my face. And he's like, oh my gosh, you're about to pass out in like five minutes or less, like two minutes or something. So he's like rushing around and he, so the CIA guy is like, oh man, it's been really fun working as a CIA agent. And I can't wait to go home and work at Sonic now because he's like, this is just, Nick Cage is going to die or pass out and everything's going to go bad. Um, and then, uh, so Pedro Pascal uh, plays Javi, who's this billionaire guy. Uh, and the only other thing I recognized him from first off was he was in Game of Thrones. So Ma- Mandalorian. Oh, and the Mandalorian, if you watch that. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, so he's this huge super fan of Nick Cage. So that's why he's paying him all this money to come you know, just hang out at his birthday party with him, but he ends up like kind of staying for the weekend. And he was like, I need you. So there's this, he's trying to prove to him that he's not this drug overlord. And he finds this secret room where the CIA, he didn't tell them that, but the CIA told them there's this kidnapped girl that's probably in this room that's holding up some election. So he's like, I'm going to need you to show me what's in this room. And he's like, okay but I think you might judge me. I think you might feel differently once you see what's behind this. And he's like, I'm going to need to see. So he opens the door (laughs) and the girl is not in there. Spoiler alert. But it is a massive room with so much Nicolas Cage, like movie memorabilia, including a (laughs) life-size wax figure that's, that Nick Cage himself described as grotesque from, from face off <laughs> from face off. Yeah. And he has the two golden guns that he used in the film. Like the real ones, wax yeah. figure is holding these real guns. <laughs> and he just like, wow. He's like, is that me? That's grotesque. Like he was just like in awe of like, there was so <laughs> much stuff in there. <laughs> so uh, yeah, that was creepy. Yeah, like they even had the um, <clears throat> the pearl uh, VX poison gas. Um, yes. From from Connor, from not Connor, uh, the Rock. The Rock. And yep. I was just sitting there like, wow, like they really must have gone to some real like real extent to find some of this stuff. Or I was thinking maybe the real Nicholas Cage just had all that stuff. It's not impossible. It's a possibility. Yeah. Um, and then the only other thing I wrote down, so they get spoiler alert they get through uh they rescue everyone everybody gets out safe and then they actually the premise of him staying a little bit longer is so he could write a film with this guy javi and so they're trying to work out this film and it's about two friends and then something happens and they end up making it into an actual film in the movie so it's like a movie within a movie and um they go to the premiere and demi moore is who plays <laughs> his ex-wife in the film yeah. i thought that was pretty good yeah i remember that so, that was funny yeah but i mean we were i cannot tell you enough how much we were laughing out oh, loud God, yeah this movie is so funny so anyway i think that's that's all the notes i had <laughs> yeah let's go ahead and just get into our rating scale Derek, will you please tell us what a one star is it is bloody awful Two stars. Bloody uninspired. Three stars. Bloody average. Four stars. Bloody brilliant. And five stars. Bloody marvelous. Marvelous. Uh, I will say flat out, this movie uh, was a complete surprise. Again, very rare do things slip under my radar, especially something like this. And I have to say it was 100% one of the most pleasant surprises I've had since... um, 
in a while in terms of films. So I give this flat out, and I'm, and this is really, really going to be breaking the scale. I give us a five. Bloody marvelous. Woo! I feel like we also need a five star sound effect. Well, we can work on that too. I'll get the prices right in here. You like know. bing, 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 yeah, bing. Like yeah. you won both showcases. Yeah. And if you <laughs> and if you get a bloody off of like, bum, 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 bum. Oh, yeah, that's good. Yes. I like All right. That. Well, right we'll, we'll look okay. into that. We'll look into it. Um. Well, like I said, I this movie was so funny. Just like Derek said, it was kind of a, a pleasant surprise. We were like, this could be totally cheesy. You know, <laughs> it, it could go either way. But I thought we both thought it was hilarious. There's a lot of good comedy in it. You know, lots of surprises. Um, Tiffany Haddish is in it. She's very funny uh, comedian as well. And I just thought they did a great job with it. So I also give it five stars. Bloody marvelous. Nice. Nice. Very rare. We get both on the same page. Yeah. I was like, maybe if we both get five stars, we do the yeah, maybe. sound effect. <laughs> yeah. All right, folks. Well, with that being said, um, unbearable weight of massive talent is streaming. Uh, was it on prime? Sure. Yeah. You can find it streaming wherever you want. Um, we had to pay, but I'm pretty sure by now it's probably up free somewhere. You never know. If not, the money that you throw at it is well worth it. It's such a great film. Uh, with that being said, though, thanks, everyone, for tuning in. And as always, if you keep listening to them, we will keep making them. And until next time, we'll, we'll see, see you at, at the, the movies, movies planet, planet Earth. Earth. This has been a recording of The Derek Duvall Show, and we thank you for listening. Please go to our website, DerekDuvallShow.com to explore past episodes and find links to purchase merchandise. Please subscribe to our social media channels on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook at Derek Duvall Show.